you know, Sash, I wonder if you could address the issue right now. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of concern worldwide about healthcare capacity. And we've heard lots about flattening the curve and primarily flattening the curve to manage healthcare capacity. Some of the work that I've been uh, uh, doing builds on uh, research that has been done by uh, Parker Dushin at uh, Tufts. Um, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to understand from a spatial modeling uh, perspective, what is it that COVID-19 has done to hospital capacity on the one end of the spectrum and university dormitories at the other end of the spectrum? And is there a way that we can try and bring the overflow in patients uh, at the hospitals and redirect that, uh, that overflow towards the um, uh, de-densification of, uh, of university dorms. So what we're trying to do here is we're trying to uh, look at uh, some of the states, um, uh, Massachusetts, uh, New York, and Michigan. Um, uh, Park and Dushin have actually looked at these three states. And if we can pull up uh, figure three, so there are certain assumptions that we are working on. Um, and these assumptions basically look at uh, uh, the fact that on an average day, uh, close to about 60% of hospital capacity is actually used. Uh, and uh, at this given point in time, close to about 90% of university dorms have been de-densified. So the original thought at Tufts University was, uh, what is it that we can do to bring in uh, COVID and non-COVID patients into university dorms? But the challenge there is, uh, how do we know that we are efficient in, in building a model that is able to match universities with hospitals? And when we're talking about hospitals here, we're talking about uh, emergency hospitals and non-acute cases uh, hospitals as well. Uh, then the other variable that actually comes in here is uh, what about staff? Uh, what about uh, the, the relocation of staff from their respective uh, from their uh, respective residences, because all the staff that is trying to take care of COVID uh, patients might uh, not be willing to go back home. So we've looked at a bunch of factors, and we've tried to understand uh, universities uh, in in uh, in Massachusetts and New York and Michigan, and we've looked at what that means from a uh, public policy perspective. So the model that you see here indicates uh, uh, universities. The, the blue uh, uh, here is uh, is for universities, and uh, the the lines that you're seeing here is uh, uh, is an indicator of the patient and staff assignments between universities and hospitals. The hospitals are really in in the red little uh, uh, indicator out there, the red little squares. So uh, between universities and hospitals, there is a possibility to collaborate and to, to create a mechanism whereby we are able to create um, an optimal bed uh, assignment uh, for COVID and non-COVID uh, patients. But Let's, there are two challenges here. Right, right. Yeah, please go I was ahead. gonna ask you, what sort of additional capacity could this model add to the system? I mean, so like, you know, 
hospital reaches a certain capacity, how many, like, is it a, is it a doubling of capacity? Like, what would be the overall accomplishment? Uh, I think uh, we've run a, a convex optimization model, and the convex optimization model has its own limitations. Um, uh, the, the issue that you're talking about, and the, rather the question that you have here, is uh, again going back into the 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 uh, overall big scientific question of unobservables because there are there could be a bunch of other factors that we've not accounted for uh, which could be driving uh, some of the assignments uh, between hospitals and uh, uh, universities. But if we do a back of the envelope uh, uh, calculation anywhere up to about 40% of uh, hospital capacities could perhaps be enhanced because remember, even though universities right now are on average are 90% de-densified, not all of that capacity can be put to use because of social distancing measures that are in place. So you've got university dorms, which would traditionally uh, have a capacity for X number of students, but that does not mean that you can bring in X number of patients in there because you have to account for social distancing uh, there as well. Okay. So, yeah, so that number would be a little bit more conservative. But yes, it definitely does improve uh, hospital capacity.